I was told that the topic is free, so I can speak with whatever I want. Uh, so I thought to have an open session which uh, can address whatever questions you like to, to discuss. Uh, you had a wonderful association these days with Mother Vishaka Devi and with His Holiness's first days, His Holiness Keshava Maharaj, His Holiness Prajavihari Prabhu. So I'm sure you discuss many, many topics. So there may be some repetition on what we may discuss here, but repetition for important subject matters is required so that we can understand properly the, the topic. Srila Prabhupada will make such a statement. So I, I thought one topic that could be relevant for you is purpose of life and mission. Others that some Purpose of life and mission. Yeah? Yeah. I'm sure you have discussed some topics. This could be connected to Dharma. The dharma, and this Dharma can be understood as Sanatana Dharma, the eternal occupation of the soul, as eternal servants of Krishna, and also Svadharma, or our own occupation, uh, according to our natural psychological, psychophysical condition, according to the type of body we have and the type of mind we have which varies according from person to person. Uh, for example, also, you know, uh, I'm sure some of you or many of you may have heard about the three uh, natures according to Ayurveda, three doshas, kapha, pitta, vata. So, and this makes people different. Some people are very fiery and they get angry very quickly if there is any, at the, at the, at the least uh, provocation, the person will become angry, but then will stop very quickly. So this will be pita people. And Vata people, they are moving all the time. They cannot stay, uh, stop in one place. They're always moving. And Kappa people, they, they like to sit in one place and don't ask me to move too quickly. Please give me time, because I, I need time to move. I'm sure for your travels you may have such experience. Usually, isn't it? Sometimes you have to wait, and maybe a fellow who is kind of moving slowly. So all these are, are uh, elements connected to our psycho physical nature. According to our past karma, guna karma, in Bhagavad Gita we find chatur, chatur varnyam mayashristam guna karma vibhavachaha. That there are four types of people, four groups of people in society, and this is determined according to, to Lord Krishna by guna and karma. What, what is our karma coming from previous lifetimes? And what are our uh, gunas, the qualities of material nature? In what proportion these qualities are affecting our, our bodies, our minds, and 
our ways of reasoning. So, also, the mission of life is connected to, you may have heard about shreyas and prayas. What is prayas? What is it? Prayas. It's in Srimad Bhagavatam. You may, you may, I'm sure you have heard sometimes. Sorry if I ask you something you don't know, it's fine. You're your own people, so it's fine if you don't know some things. Short time, yes, short term benefit. Something we, immediate benefit is called. Srila Prabhupada gives the example of a child who likes to play day and night, all day. So this will be prayers, immediate benefit. And what is Shreyas? Long term, ultimate benefit ultimate benefit, the maximum benefit. And, and following the example of Srila Prabhupada, the parents know, and the teachers, that the child, of course the child needs to play, but the, cannot play all day long. It has to be educated. And even education can be done in such a way that it can be playful. We all like to, to play, isn't it? Like for example, in uh, in Shrivarindavan Dam, Krishna, his his God, is the playful God, he likes to play all day long. So, because we are made of the same nature than him, Chanmadiya Sejataha, we originate from him. He's the source of everything. So, so naturally, we want also to play. But we can learn while playing. And in education, good educators are experts in combining learning with playfulness. Isn't it? I'm sure in Krishnavanti, how many of you went to Krishnavanti? I visited, so I can also from. How many? Just to see. One, two, three. Okay, 30% uh, approximately, okay. But I'm sure you had some good teachers who will do this. So, but, but the point is that we need to integrate the shreyas with the prayas. Immediate benefit can be connected to, to, the, to the material body to, and to the mind to the psychophysical identity, our present condition identity. But we need to connect it to the ultimate identity, that is that we are eternal, eternal souls, Satchitananda, and eternal servants of Krishna. And we can be happy only when we connect everything to Krishna in a, in a very natural, natural way. And this is actually the Krishna Consciousness Movement is meant for that to first to give us the opportunity to, to do this, to engage our present identity in our eternal identity, 
by doing everything we do according to what we want to accomplish in life as an offering to Krishna. Uh, and, and yet at the same time to wake up to our eternal consciousness so that we don't have to come back to this material world again in the next life, meaning after this, this body is finished. And of course, to, to share this with other people. I'm sure the Pandavasenas, you are a lot about sharing, right? It's a lot about mission. So I mentioned this point just as, in, as an introduction to, to, uh, to um, purpose and mission in life. Maybe you want to ask questions about this, which are relevant to you. We have about half an hour for questions. If you have a psychophysical nature that you're not very happy with, can it be changed or is it fixed? Can you give an example of that? So you gave the examples of kapha, vata, pitta. You said if you're a kapha person, you're very slow because you're, you're quite grounded. If you have a high degree of vata, you're gonna be flying around like the wind. And uh, likewise, if there's, if there's fire, you're always getting into arguments. So there may be an aspect of your personality that you want to transform. And you think, oh, I just wish I didn't have so much vata. I could just be fixed a little bit. I didn't have so much kapha. I could I could move fast, I need to move fast. Yeah, it, uh, generally speaking, it is better to accept our condition and to use it in Krishna's service. This is what the Srimad Bhagavatam states. Better to remain situated in your own position, to accept yourself as you are according to our present nature, and engage that nature in the service of the Lord. Generally, this will be more effective than trying to do an artificial change. Of course, you can try, but it's how much you are able to do that. Like, for example, I'm a fellow who, I have a, a mixture of uh, kappa and bata predominant. More than pita, I have some pita, but much less. So I cannot pretend to be a pita person. Like I cannot digest food like a pita person who can digest even stones. So if, if, I, if I eat too heavy food, then I will have trouble. I will not be able to digest. So better to, to adapt my diet according to what I can digest. Srila Prabhupada said that. Eat whatever you can digest without difficulty. And this can be applicable also in terms of type of work we do. This will be my general statement. I don't know if you want to explore more on the, the topic and go deeper. You can ask further questions in that regard. I was thinking it, it becomes most relevant when for people when it comes to career choices and, and trying to work out what is my nature and what does that mean for me in terms of what I do long term. And it can be quite difficult. You can understand your your Ayurvedic constitution, or you can understand have some proclivity to this activity, that activity. Um, but making those choices, I was thinking to everybody here that, that 
they're at school and going into university maybe soon. So maybe some guidance around how do we how do we understand our nature in order to make those important decisions in life. Yeah, I, I know Mother Urmila Devi is writing a, a book on Barnashram. You may have had some discussions with, in case you had the opportunity. Uh, only Varna, okay. So about Varna with another devotee scholar, I don't, I don't remember her name. Okay. So, so um, I remember something I heard from her in a class, which I found it very relevant, is that you can ascertain your own dharma, your mission in this world in terms of, of professional and practical engagement, when you see that it is something you can do for very long periods of time without getting tired of it. It is very natural, a very natural occupation. So for example, if you, you are able to teach for many hours and you don't get tired, you like, you, you may get tired physically and mentally a little bit, but, but you are happy about it. Even if you need a break, sometimes when it becomes too intense, you need a break. So that means your nature is that of a teacher. It's a fact that in the age of Kali, one of the problems we find is that Varna Sankara is very prevalent. It means the Varnas are mixed. So the gunas are very much mixed up. It is like, for example, when you have there is a, a storm in the middle of the summer, very heavy storm. Or in the winter, you get very good weather suddenly. And the weather is changing constantly. So it's very difficult sometimes to adapt to the, to the climate. And sometimes you even get ill because you first you, you have lots of cloth because, because it is cold, then suddenly it gets very hot, and then suddenly changes again. So Kali Yuga is like that, that our varnas are very much mixed. So sometimes we don't know, we're not able to determine our, our conditions so easily. And therefore we find, for example, in Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur in his book entitled Chaitanya Shikshamarita, says that the, the varna should be determined by a combination of the cooperation of the parents, the teachers, and the senior members of the community. Help the person to understand better his or her own nature. So we may need help with that, and sometimes it happens that some people go to a mature age and they are not com yet clear what what is my varna? What is my my natural occupation? Any other questions or comments? It's a bit off topic, but I was just wondering, like, could you tell us a little bit about your like your journey from like within the Spain temple and just like your journey through Christian consciousness? Okay, I can tell you a little bit about my story, uh, my little story. Uh, <laughs> Uh, something that you may heard, just take it in context and don't become an undue rebel. Because I became a rebel to move to the temple. I, I met the devotees through some friends. These friends were uh, 
were friends from school, and also we had a cultural group, a youth group. Uh, I was 14 at the time, and the group was focusing on parapsychology and UFOs. We actually, we wanted to go, we were dreaming, to go, we wanted to go to Ganymedes. Do you know Ganymedes? It's a satellite from Jupiter. And we were reading from, the, in Peru, there was an institute was called IPRI. IPRI is the Instituto Peruano de Relaciones Interplanetarias. Uh, Pe Pe Peru Peruvian Institute for Interplanetary Relationships. She's, Mate is from Peru, Rosa. Do you know? el el IPRI? The fellow, one of the main fellows, who was one of the founders, was named Sixto Path. You can Google it and try to find out this fellow. Sixto Path, peace, Sixto Peace. And they claim to have connection with extraterrestrial beings through psychography. They were, the, the process was, any of you is familiar with psychography? Anyway, I don't tell you too many details. <laughs> but <laughs> but the, the fact is that the, this was connected also to one mission. It was called the Rama mission. And so I started to chant the holy name of, of the Lord through the extraterrestrial beings, the Rama mission. And maybe because of that I connected to to the devotees <laughs> at, at the time. And the, the logical from the linguistical uh, Spanish viewpoint is that Rama, if you look at the other way around, Rama, it's Amar. And Amar in Spanish means to love. So they were arguing. They, they had different types of uh, speculations kind of type of looking towards the mode of goodness, towards too good to other people. These, these, these persons claim to get messages that were talking about loving each other in humanity, becoming good people, helping each other, and so on. So through, through this group, uh, some of my elder friends, they were like two years older than me, started to visit the temple in Barcelona. How many of you have been in Barcelona? Not yet, maybe in the future. Yeah, I was living 30 kilometers from Barcelona. The place was named Mataró. We joke, it's Matura, Mataró. <laughs> Among ourselves, the boys were joking like that. We are from Matura. We are <laughs> so, so what happened is that through my friends I went to visit the temple and we used to go uh, on the weekends one of our friends had a house in the countryside we will have excursions we will go with our camping tents and then we will have some good time was was reasonably 
healthy. We was not, we were not doing too much wild things. It was reasonably healthy. So one time on the play of going with my friends, my parents allowed me to go to the temple to stay overnight. And I went by myself. My friends didn't go. I don't, I don't remember why, but I went alone. At the time, uh, they told me, yes, you can go there and you can stay overnight. There is no problem. In those years, the movement was quite wild. Nowadays, if a 14-year-old if a kid wants to stay in the temple, we ask so many documents. Because in the movement, we had, isn't it Bhakti Vedanta Manor? Here in New Brajamandala also. But in those years, there was no problem. And you will see when I tell you the story how the Buddhists will preach could be quite wild. So anyway, the, the Bhakta leader, Sri Padambuja Prabhu, a Spanish preacher, Brahmachari, Srila Prabhupada's initiated disciple, who met Srila Prabhupada in Italy and later on was one of the pioneers in starting the movement in Spain. And here we have Mother Gupta Devi, she was one of the pioneers. Of, thanks to her, we are here actually, and maybe we can give her a round of applause for the first, the first cake I took, Prashanam cake, was cooked by her. And I still remember the, how delicious it was, special cake. I had never tasted such a a wonderful cake. So, the anyway, Sri Padambuja Prabhu told me, you cannot actually stay overnight. You are too young to stay overnight. And I said, no, no, but my friends told me that there was no problem, and my parents, parents gave permission, please let me stay. Then he told me, okay, uh, you will wake up four o'clock in the morning, I said, yes, I come for that. I had my sleeping bag, and the bodies were sleeping on the floor at the time. There were no, mat no mattresses. So I stayed overnight. When, when I experienced the kirtan, the devotees were performing, even though we had performed kirtan in our place, in our little group, we had our kirtans, and we were experiencing the joy of chanting the holy names of the Lord, but the, the potency of the kirtan multiplied hundreds of times. So naturally, my feeling was, I want to come to live here. So when I went back to see my parents on Sunday night, I, I went on Saturday to the temple, stayed overnight, stayed the whole day in the temple, and when I went back, I told my parents, it was so good, when, I, when, I'm, when I'm mature, I will go and live there, when, I, when I'm 18. So my mother, especially, became extremely scared. Those of you who are mothers know that if something like that will happen, that your child goes to a place, you, you will become extremely scared when the child tells you that he's going to leave home. So the next weekend, I was allowed to go only 
during the day, no more staying overnight. The third weekend, I was allowed to go only each Sunday afternoon for the Sunday program. The fourth weekend, bang. So, so I started to, to, to go to visit the temple every weekend in secrecy. So I will tell my parents, I'm going to the group, and in my mind I will say, the group of devotees. <laughs> I went to the group. I was thinking, I'm not cheating. I'm just, I'm telling, I'm, I'm just not telling what group. They were thinking I'm going to the parapsychology group, and I was thinking I'm going to the group of devotees. So this happened like that for several months. Until one wild brahmachari preacher, I won't say the name for, for the sake, because it was a bit wild and maybe not so appreciated what he did, but actually he helped me by doing that. It happened that uh, at the time His Holiness Somaka Maharaj was in charge of the, of the preaching in the temple, but he had gone to India. And this brahmachari was the main preacher, he will invite any, any person from the street, will invite them to, to the temple to stay overnight. And he will, he will try to fill the temple with as many people as possible, living in the ashram. And he didn't discriminate uh, age, nothing. He, he was focused on making new bhaktas, new devotees. I was told, I don't know how accurate it is, that later on, Somaka Maharaj, when he returned, because half of the people were not qualified to live in the temple, he sent them away. But of course he made many devotees, and he contributed to make me a devotee, and in that sense I am grateful. So what happened at the end of the Sunday feast, we were living, I was with another boy who had a similar problem. He was from a different town. So we were sometimes working together to the train station. We were commiserate with our problems that our parents don't allow us to go to the temple. What do you do? What uh, I do this, I do that. What do you tell them? And so on. So what uh, this devotee asked us, what's your situation? We explained briefly to him, we were already leaving the temple, was, was at the end of the Sunday program, and then he started to preach in a very heavy, energetic, young brahmachari style. What do these demons think? They are like Hiranya Kashipu, and you are like Pralat Maharaj. Don't worry, you come here, the police comes, no problem. We will, you can hide here. Even if, if the police comes, you stay, we will protect you, and so on. This type of preaching. So when I went back to my place, I didn't take it literally, but I thought, uh, okay, he has a point. I shouldn't just go and, and let 
and create such a tense situation. But uh, maybe I should speak to my parents again and see if there is some type of nego negotiation that can be done. So this gave me courage. And one day that my parents were in a good mood. Sometimes when you want to get something, those of you who are still underage, if you want to get something from your parents, let me go with the Pandavasenas. Maybe you already did that. Who is less than 18 here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, about 30%, maybe. So if, if you want to get permission to go with the Pandavasenas, did, did you have to fight for it? Who had to fight for it? Only one, okay. You have two, your parents are devotees, two devotional parents. It's good, that's good, that's good fortune. You are lucky, you, you don't have to fight for it. And so you had to, to push for um, how it was. What, what did you do? Uh, There's not too much to ask. I just had to convince them that I'd work on trip, because they were worried about my work. Hmm. My, you were worried about? About my schoolwork. Go to school. Yeah. So you, you told them I will be a good student. Uh, yeah, I told them I'll study on trip. Okay, and uh, are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're studying something else. You, do, you tell them I'm studying the trip. I'm studying Krishna consciousness. <laughs> anyway, you are studying. You have good, good teachers. <laughs> so, so, so uh, but, but what happened is that this devotee gave me courage, his preaching gave me courage to do what I did. So I, I, I went to my parents when they were in a good mood and told them, when you will allow me to go to the temple to visit for a weekend? And my father wanted to make a deal because he could understand if I don't make, if we don't make a deal, Something is going to happen. But my mother was adamant, no way, no, not an inch. The mother will protect his uh, child until the end. That was her feeling. So she didn't want to allow me to, to go. So then what I, I did, taking the, the, the words of the brahmachari, that you can come and stay, and even if the police comes, we will be give you shelter. You don't have to, to worry. So I decided to write a letter to them. And I told them, I wanted to show them I was a tournament. So wrote a letter saying, I went to the temple. I want to show that I'm the tournament. For me, this is an important part of my mission in life. So I need to go. I don't remember what terms I use. I, I use my age terms. But I'll, I'll come back on Sunday evening. So this was Saturday. Then coming back. When I came back, was a big chaos at home. Uh, this child was going to kill me. And was a big, big, big uh, tension at, at home. I thought maybe my father will beat me. I, he never beat me. I don't remember my father beating me, only showing his hand that he will 
punish me physically. But he never did. Only with the boys, he will be very commanding. But I was still 14, so I could anything. I didn't know what to expect, what was going to happen. So, so then, okay, again, my mother was ready for pushing until the end, very, very strong. No way to, to, uh, well, to relent, relent, you say, like to, to give, give him. So then what happened after a few weeks, I went and I wrote a letter like saying goodbye. So they waited until Monday. When they saw Monday was not packed, my father went to get me to the temple. And luckily the, the temple president, Jagat Mohan Prabhu, he was the president. Remember Jagat Mohan? He, he actually, he, he was very charming with my father, very, he said, oh, okay, your child wanted to come here and no problem, I'll drive you home. He took us home to personally in his car, the temple car, to, to, to the, my parents' place. And then after a few weeks, he went to see my parents dressing Krishna West style in Western clothes, very elegant. And he took some slides in those years. We had these manual slides, so about our movement in different places. And he actually convinced my parents that after some months, they will allow me to go on a trial period to the temple. And during this, uh, there were some months in the middle until when I will be able to go to the temple and they allowed me to go every weekend. So I was very happy. So I'm actually thankful to, to, to uh, Dharmananda Prabhu who preached this so wildly in his youth and to Jagat uh, Mohan Prabhu who won't play the, the, the bad cup and the other the good cup. Sometimes we say like like that. Anyway, this is a little bit of my little story. And then I, I went to the temple. My parents wanted me, wanted me back. They, when I went to the temple, I was 15. And the, the temple management was very kind. They allowed me to go on a regular basis to visit my parents. And they would pay my travel to, to them. I would stay one or two days and come back. And they, they were actually like, they, they were extremely kind. Uh, uh, in, normally you don't do that, you don't pay the table of a teenager to go and see their parents. So, so I, I'm very happy they, they did that for, for my own benefit. Any other questions or comments you want to ask? I wanted to ask um, how the pre preaching mission is going in Spain and what kind of difficulties you might have faced here and how you, um, yeah, how you overcome the, tackle those problems. Yeah, we, we have, the challenges we have is in attacking the youth. So if some of the Pandavasenas want to do, with the permission of the, <coughs> the manor authorities um, and, and, and the Pandavasena authorities, I don't know how you manage your, yourself, 
you want to do some expeditions to Spain to preach, maybe with Praja Bihari Prabhu can also come and, and you can do a team. And we can start maybe with the Indian community. Here the majority of Indians are Sindhis, um, tougher than the Gujaratis. I don't know how many of you are, you are from Gujarati background? How many Gujarati background here? <laughs> how many Sindhis? But actually we have new Rajamandala thanks to a Sindhi family. Hari Narayan Prabhu, disciple of His Holiness Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, he actually contributed. We, we have this place because of him. Uh, also, the, the temple in Madrid, the small center, was bought with his family money. Uh, the Malaga temple also. So, so one Cindy can, do a, can make a difference. So don't undermine that power of Cindy devotional engagement. Can be very powerful. And this could be a good challenge. You come and, and maybe do some programs. Actually, the, some of the ladies who came on, on Saturday, they were attending Pratibhari Prabhu's lecture. They were actually mesmerized and they were very happy. And, and the leading lady was from the same village or town than Braja Bihari Prabhu. So, so I told her, you have mystic powers. You came just at the right time. And they were very, very happy. So maybe if you could help us in this way, it will be wonderful. So we have a difficulty in attracting the youth. This is our main challenge. I don't know what about attracting British non uh, from non-Indian families. How is it going in the UK? It's tough also. So we find the same challenge. With the difference, we don't have so many members of the Indian community. So that's that's an um, important limitation we have. So if you if you want to have the international Pandavasena missionary branch with due permission of authorities without becoming rebels against the authorities. I didn't want to give you the wrong ideas. Our rebelliousness should be applied only for Krishna consciousness, not for other things. So if you want to come, if you could come and help us, we will be very grateful. I don't know if I'm asking too much. Is that okay? It will be good. It will, it will enliven you, enliven us, as you, are, you have done in New Brajamandala. You have uplifted New Brajamandala for 10 days. We are very grateful for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Maharaj, you mentioned that uh, there was a particular devotee who took on the, the Krishna West approach in order to convince your, your parents. I just wanted to know your thoughts on that style of preaching. I mean, that style of preaching, I, my, my, my vision of that is that we have created a, a false uh, controversy. Because even in India, the preachers of, for example, from Pune, I mean, I say probably in Chopati, there's 
they also do the same. But another picture is from Pune. They go in, the, the Brahmacharis go in civil clothes to the university and they enter gradually. They don't bring to the temple, I was told, until after one year. So I don't see what's the big deal. We're making, what's the controversy? If even in India, we're doing that, what's the problem that we do it in the West? I don't see the big deal. Actually, I, I have visited many universities in Spain and few universities in India. But the only time I went to, to preach in the university dress in Western clothes, paradoxically, was in India <laughs> to meet some professors. We were in Mayapur, we, we went to meet some professors to discuss some possibilities of cooperation with Bhakti Vedanta College, where I was serving in Radhadesh for 12 years. I went together with Jai Krishna Prabhu, who I don't know if he's still the president of New Prindavan in North America, but he's, he has a position of responsibility there for many years. He was for seven years the, the manager, uh, the administration director of Bhakti Vedanta College, very qualified professional manager. So he helped us to, to develop Bhakti Vedanta College for those seven years in a very, very wonderful ways. We couldn't have done what we did without his input. So, like building, we had no money and a, a, a new building was built and he was the main brain behind, and main manager behind it. So, um, what, what it was, I went back to, Yes, yes. So we went to the Vishwabharati University founded by uh, Rabindranath Tagore and we were asked, I asked how should we dress? And the, we only were meeting the professors, not even the students. And they told us <coughs> it's better you meet in, in civil clothes, civil western clothes. We had to, I had to, I don't know how they found some pants in India. Very in Sri Mayapur, you don't bring, normally I don't, in many places I go, I don't bring pants. What to speak when you go to Sri Mayapur? But somehow I found, I borrowed from somebody, and we dressed like that, and they were even smoking. Here you don't, uh, it, it doesn't, it happened like um, the uh, people only smoke in the universities. But in those years there, the professors were smoking and speaking about Western philosophers and so on. I was quite surprised, a uh, contrast. So, so I don't see the big deal of it. I think we should have different, we could say missionary branches and we should combine forces as Srila Prabhupada writes in Adilila and Chaitanya Charitamrita, of many different different types of devotees should combine forces for, for, for preaching Krishna consciousness. It's really my, my take on it. I think it's time. Okay, it's time to stop. I think you have another class soon, so we will stop here. I want to take the opportunity to express my gratitude to 
to the first to the senior devotees to Mother Vishaka Devi for or for coming and giving us her wonderful association. She was focusing on the retreat naturally, and we we are inviting her. We will uh, please come back and uh, alone without the Pandavasinas. Of course, you can come with her, <laughs> accompanying her, but but come to to give classes and help us remind Srila Prabhupada and, and imbibe Srila Prabhupada's mood. We need it here. We don't have many Srila Prabhupada's initiated disciples in Spain, very few, so it will be very much appreciated to, if you come, I don't know if your husband is in the UK or if he's, he's in America. He's in Hungary. So we can, you can come together or, or, or separate, depending if you are in Grihasta mode or Vanaprasta mode, that, that's as you, as you like. You, can, you are welcome to come together or, or alone. And uh, here we look sometimes regularly, we look at the wonderful film you have produced. We do it on a regular basis and we don't get tired of, of watching again and again and remembering Srila Prabhupada. Thank you very much. Thank you for, for coming. And also, His Grace Prajapihari Prabhu, thank you so much for, you gave also lecture in the temple and has been very inspiring. And please come back. If you can spare it, I can write a letter to your party authorities and ask him, please give him one week more. <laughs> One month and one week. One month for the UK, one week for Spain. Maybe with the Pandavasenas for missionary, missionary preaching. And of course, you have enlivened the, the Prabhupada said the youth, uh, she, he established the movement with the, in, in those years was the youth of America and, and Europe. And, and he will call them the flowers of your country, isn't it? We read in the letters. You are the flowers <coughs> of your country. The flowers produce the fruits. So you are the flowers of your country, Britain. Flowers of Britain. And you have, of, of course, Indian culture, so you can create that bridge. Now the world is becoming globalized, and we need different types of strategies. But there are also cultural challenges. How to, uh, how to attract the British who are not coming from the Bhoti families or from Indian families? This is also a challenge you can take. How to do that? That's, that's very important as well. Because I'll, I'll, actually this is instruction of Srila Prabhupada and of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that everyone born in Bharata, or if you are not born in Bharata, but your ancestors were born in Bharata, and you are bringing the, the essential message of, of Bharata, that you communicate that to all the people in, in the world. So thank, thank you very much for, for choosing Spain, for your Pandavasena Sangha, and please do it again. And, and I, I beg your forgiveness. I know there were some, some uh, mistakes from some of the... We are here more 
uh, wild people, Spanish people, can be very passionate and very, very wild. So please forgive us for whatever offenses and mistakes we have committed in, in dealing with, with you and with your seniors. Please forgive us. Please forgive us, Mother Bisaka, for whatever offenses we lacking in. Please bless us, Mother. Yes, you are blessed. You are blessed by, by Srila Prabhupada. And, and please, yes, continue preaching and come back soon. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.